the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at PastorScott at KKLA.com. Or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. And now, here's Pastor Scott. Welcome back, everybody. Hour two of the Pastor Scott Show. Great to be with you today, as we are each and every day from three to five, talking about the issues of the day from a Christian perspective. The number is 888-528-2557, 888-528-2557. How should we dress? Like, does it matter? Does it matter how you dress to church? Does it matter how you dress if you go to a, a play? Does it matter how you dress, you know, if you go to court? Does it matter how you dress in the United States Senate if you happen to be a senator? This is one of the issues in the news today. I'm curious what you think about what is appropriate dress and does it matter? What's, you know, what's the effect? 888-528-2557. Senator from Pennsylvania, John Fetterman. Uh, do you know who this guy is? John Fetterman, uh, he was elected last year from the state of Pennsylvania, and he is uh, a character to say the least. He, he, he's always been kind of, uh, he's been around a long time. He actually has a Harvard education. I think it's two degrees from Harvard, been in Pennsylvania for a long time. And uh, a lot of people sort of didn't understand how he could be elected because uh, he's very far to the left, but he also has a, uh, he had a stroke and people didn't really realize, Pennsylvania voters, how bad the stroke was until there was a debate that he was in and he could barely he could barely do it. He could barely speak. It affected him cognitively quite a bit. And um, he probably would have lost, except for that half the ballots had already been in because of mail ballots. You know, by the time the debate comes around, the people have already voted, right? Uh, but another thing about him is he likes to wear a hoodie and gym shorts and uh, sandals or flip-flops. And that's kind of how he campaigned. He campaigned looking like a guy who just got up in the morning, a guy who uh, just kind of looks pretty sloppy, some people would say. And this is the outfit that he has been wearing occasionally to the Senate. Uh, he's He is a, uh, you know, there's just a lot of interesting stuff about him. He was asked, by the way, last week about how he responds to the House starting an impeachment inquiry against President Biden. This is what he, this is how he responded. Oh, my gosh. You know, oh. It's devastating. <laughs> Ooh, don't do it. Please don't do it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Now, you know, he's mocking the, uh, the question kind of the idea. But if you see the video of that, he is walking into the Senate and he's got his hoodie on and he's got the shorts on and he's got the flip flops on. He looks like a, a tourist, right? He looks like somebody who's just going through. And, uh, and that would be another good question here is should a tourist, if you're taking a you know, a trip through the Capitol, uh, how should you dress? Uh, we're not going to make any January 6th jokes about that, but just, you know, if you were going to go to the White House on a tour, how would you dress? Does it matter? Well, he dresses in a, a hoodie that you could probably get, you know, at Target or someplace. Just a, you know, what a hoodie is, it's a sweatshirt with uh, a hood on it. 
know, it's cloth and you put your, there's a little pocket in the front. You can put your hands in there. It's not really good to hold too much stuff, although people can be good at that. He's wearing that, but everybody else around him is wearing suits and ties. Everybody else is dressed up pretty nice, but he doesn't. Anyway, something happened today that was very interesting. The Senate changed its rules or its tradition. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer quietly directed the Senate's Sergeant of Arms to Sergeant at Arms at Arms to no longer enforce the chamber's informal dress code for its members. So if you ever watch, you know, people in the Senate or the House, they're wearing business suits. Uh, is men and women are wearing suits, and uh, apparently that's not written down anywhere that there's a rule, but there's a rule. Um, and the rule was so well known that if you happen to be in the Senate, uh, in the Senate, you you have to be present in order to vote. You actually have to be in the chamber in order to vote or you can't vote. So it, it, it's important to be there. Sometimes senators get off a plane or they're they're late and maybe they were at the gym or they had something happen and they're not dressed in the right attire. So what they would do if they had to vote was they'd go right up to the chamber and they would they would literally do this. They would put one foot in the hallway and one foot in the chamber and stick their thumb out and go thumbs up or thumbs down when it was their time their name was called to vote. And that would count according to the rules. Then they could leave and go change. But they would not come all the way into the chamber. And this was true until yesterday until this morning, unless they were wearing the correct business attire. And uh, presidential candidate Ron DeSantis responded uh, to this today by saying this. Did you guys hear the U.S. Senate just eliminated its dress code because you got this guy from Pennsylvania who's got a lot of problems? I mean, let's just be honest, like how he got elected. Well, I I mean, he got elected because they didn't want the alternative, but... um, He wears like sweatshirts and hoodies and shorts, and that's his thing. So he would campaign in that, which is your prerogative, right? I mean, if that's what you want to do. But to show up in the United States Senate with that and not have the decency to put on proper attire, I think it's disrespectful to the body. And I think the fact that the Senate changed the rules to accommodate that, um, you know, I think speaks very poorly uh, to how they consider that. Look, we need this country, we need to be lifting up our standards in this country, not dumbing down our standards in this country. And this is an example why. All right, everybody. God bless you. Thank you. Appreciate All right. it. So what do you think about this? And I don't mean just the Senate, although that's part of it. You know, how ought a person dress, let's say if they're in government, if they're in the Senate or they are the governor of a state or the president or they they happen. What if you work at the White House? Because I find this interesting, right? Apparently um, now senators don't have to wear a suit and tie. They can come in their hoodie and their shorts and their flip flops if they want to. But what I think is interesting is their staff still has to wear the suit and tie meaning the the interns and the people who are uh, hoping to become lobbyists one day, who are always following these people around, they still have to wear the suit. They still have to put the jacket on. They still have to uh, wear the nice shoes and dress up, even though the boss apparently doesn't have to. But what about other places? What about church? It doesn't matter how people are dressed at church. Or what about where you work? What do you think about this? I think that we have I think we have some thoughts. 888-528-2557 is the number. 888-528-2557. Christy and I took our kids to a musical uh, a couple of weekends ago. And we thought this would be a good cultural experience for the kids. And it's not looking at a screen. And, uh, you know, there's music involved. And, uh, you know, Les Miserables. It was, it's a C. Is that how you say that? I took French all those years. I ought to know how you say that. 
And uh, it's a great story, and the musical's pretty good. They changed some stuff in the local version that Christy and I were not too pleased about. Um, but it's a great story. Anyway, we're, it's at the Pantages Theater on Hollywood Boulevard. Hollywood Boulevard doesn't have the glamour, you might think, if you don't live here. But the theater is 100 years old. It's incredibly beautiful in there. When I was a kid, even when I was in college, uh, maybe a little later, whenever we would go to a theater performance of something, we would definitely dress up, not necessarily a suit and tie, although I think usually, I think usually I would wear a suit and tie. I'm trying to think of, did I ever just go and not? I don't think so. I think I usually wore a jacket. And uh, if I, when I bring my wife or if I was with my family, people were pretty well dressed and everybody was, you know, for the most part. And we were debating, do we need to dress up? It, you know, it has the culture changed. It's been a long time since I've seen uh, a musical in a theater, actually, a really long time. You know, once you have kids, you know, you're you're kind of uh, out of that world for a while. And uh, so we were – and I, I uh, looked it up. And my son, John, he doesn't – funny thing about him, he's 11. He doesn't want to dress up for anything, right? He would go to school with no shirt on and his pajama bottoms if he could get away with it, right? He doesn't want to comb his hair. He doesn't want to do any of that. But the funny thing about him is he loves to put on a suit, like he'll he'll get dressed up to the nines and he loves that. He'll do that, but he won't he won't dress for anything else. He wanted to put on his suit and uh and I thought, you know what, I don't think people are wearing suits to the show anymore. And I looked it up and the theater says, you know, you should dress a little better, but don't uh but people are wearing everything. And I looked at pictures because now you can go online and people post, you know, this was my experience at the play and you see what people are wearing. And then when we went, I can tell you, and if you go to, if you go to KKLA.com, if you're wondering how I'm dressed right now, like I say, usually I, until we put this online, I was wearing a Batman outfit with a hood and cape, but now I, uh, I put on a blazer. I usually have a blazer on and collared shirt. You know, sometimes it's a short sleeve shirt underneath it, but I think for me, I, it fits. I think, I think I look better. I think that there is something appropriate to it. I think, I think if you're watching, you probably take this seriously. But you can show me from behind. You know, I'm a little bald in the back, but uh, trying to, uh, you know, I haven't actually. I'm trying to do nothing. I'm not doing anything about that. That's just the way it is. But you know, I think I'm a person who likes to at least be a little bit dressed up. I don't want to say suit. I'm not wearing a tie, and I like the trend. I'll be honest. I like the trend where men wear the jacket but no tie these days and i'm wearing blue jeans you know i'm i'm not wearing slacks right now but i have nice i have dress shoes on uh with my blue jeans um we went to the the show and you know most people were you know dressed up better than your hollywood boulevard tourists walking and looking at the uh the the walk of fame or going to a movie or trying to uh, avoid some of the characters on that street um most people were kind of dressed up, but even with the outfit I'm wearing now with like a blazer on, I was just about the only man wearing a jacket. Um, most people were kind of business casual, I would say. Christy wore a dress and uh, she was – there was more women dressed maybe as she was, I think, women. But at the same time, there were people uh, in shorts, flip-flops. I saw a guy in a tank top. Uh, you know, it was – it's just the way the society – is that good, bad, or is it indifferent? Does it matter? How should we dress? 888-528-2557. Cindy in L.A., welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. It's actually Cindy from La Mesa. Oh, hi, Cindy from La Mesa. How are you? I'm good. I think this is a great topic, and it's actually something I'm 
fairly passionate about coming yeah. from a healthcare organization here in San Diego, but I think it absolutely does matter. I think especially in the Senate or any organization, um, any company at church, even going to the grocery store, I think lack thereof is showing lack of respect for one another and for whatever it is that you're doing. I just think that like um, the senator was saying, um, you know, why are we dumbing down? Everything doesn't go. Mm. You know, not everybody wins first prize. Um, so you're I in the uh, you're something in... said about dress. You don't have to have a lot of money to dress nice. Mm-hmm. If you got if you got one pair of slacks and what what you can still look nice and be respectful. You and you're I in the, think it really you're in the healthcare industry. So how do you think people should dress in the healthcare industry beyond you know what you might have to wear as a nurse, for example, business or casual business, business cat like collared shirt uh-huh. for for men and. Uh, what should women wear? Black. Yeah. 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 And I would say, you know, business casual as well. And, you know, honestly, like on Fridays, I worked in a corporate environment. Um, they allowed, you know, jeans on Friday, but it's how you wear the jeans. Mm-hmm. You, you know, wear them with boots and a jacket. No, but there's a different way and to wear how many holes it. that you have in them? You no know, holes are allowed. Right. No rips, no holes, no distress. <laughs> so, so even that, I was weird about that. It took me maybe um, eight years till I finally wore a pair of jeans on a Friday. Yeah, you know that's a, that's funny. I'm 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 weird about the holes when the jeans cost three hundred dollars and come with the holes. That, that part I don't get. Exactly. You know, but, and I think there's a, yeah. It's just I don't know. So I just I get yeah. Here's my question though: Is why does it matter? Like, is that just you and me, or does it? Or are we are we right, or does it not actually matter? I think it does matter, and the reason because that that it matters, it's not about money. Or having, you know, I know there's everyone's different as far as their economic status. Yeah. I think it's more of a level of respect for one another. And just like. That's an interesting point. Know, is, it, think, is it respect for other people? Because I, I think, uh, you know, is it about how I look to other people or is it about respecting other people? I think that's a uh, interesting way to look at it there. I think it's respecting uh, other people. Like when you go to the store, don't come in your jammies. You know, have <laughs> there's a lot of people in the knees. grocery store. What? I think that's new, wearing your jammies to the I know, grocery what is store. That, yeah. man? All right, Cindy, then, thank so, you. I'm gonna... And Kurt, absolutely. Yeah. You're welcome, and thank you. Yeah, Great thanks topic. for calling the Pastor Scott Show. Cindy from La Mesa. Uh, Beatrice in San Diego, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. How should we dress? Does it matter? Beatrice? Are you there? All right, I'm going I'm to come back to you, Beatrice. You might want to turn your radio down a little bit because you'll, uh, uh, when you come back. Uh, Victor in Koreatown, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott, yeah, thanks for taking my call. Yeah. Anyways, okay. I was visiting a friend the other day, right? Yeah. And I walked outside of his place without a shirt on. And he just had a fit, saying, you know, that's rude not to wear a shirt because you're, there's women around. I'm like, you were at his house. I didn't know. Yeah, I was at his house, walked into the front yard to my car, right? Uh-huh. And it was hot, right? It was very hot, actually, right? Yeah. And I went in a pair of shorts and a pair of flip-flops, right? And he just had a fit. It's like, he goes, you know, you're supposed to wear a shirt when you go outside. I'm like, I, my, you know, my family never taught me that. My sisters never taught me that. I thought that, you know, you know. Uh, my question was, how come women can't do it in America, right? Because they could do it in Europe, they could do it in Africa, 
But well, they can't. They can't do it just outside of their house in uh, in Europe. But there's some different social mores, for example, with that. You know, in our culture, a guy with his shirt off is something that you might see often. But why did your friend say he was he was embarrassed by that? Oh, I don't know. And I asked him. I said, "Hey, I said, who taught you that?" Right? And he had to think about it for a while. About thirty minutes later, he told me that his father taught him that. Right? I'm like, okay, that's interesting because um, I'd like to know more about that. So then I went to um. St. Mary's Church down the street, I asked the um, the guy who works at the food pantry there, for yeah. some food, right? I asked that his name is um, um, Frank, right? I said, I said, Frank, I said, um, is it rude not to wear a shirt? He goes, well, it depends on what neighborhood you're in. I'm like, okay. I said, that kind of makes sense, right? But um, I never thought it was offensive for a man to walk around shirtless, um, I mean, I mean. It probably depends on where you are, right, I right. suppose, right? I mean, would you, do you go... Do you go to the supermarket not wearing a shirt? No, I put a shirt on. But, yeah, see, there's there's a rule somewhere. Somebody invented that sign and made a lot of money. No shirt, no shoes, no service. Yeah, so, well, actually, one time I went over to the Dollar Tree with my neighbor, Mary, right? She's like 80 years old, and I'm like 50 years old, right? And I tried to walk in the Dollar Tree without a shirt on, and they wouldn't let me in, right? Yeah. And, um, okay. My friend, Mary got, my friend Mary got mad, and she's a conservative Catholic woman, right? And she actually says... Let me tell off that security card. I'm like, you're my friend. I'm like, you know, you know, I might have a nice body and, you know, but, you know, right. people just don't want to see it, right? <laughs> okay, Victor. <laughs> right. Hey, Victor, thanks for calling the Pastor Scott Show. You know, a lot of people, uh, guys will do that. But where, you know, I think that there's, you know, obviously if you're at the beach, there's a different dress code than if you were in the restaurant next to the beach, right? And there's a different dress code maybe where you work. Uh, we have a dress code here, right at the at the station, uh, don't we, uh, uh, Wilbert and uh, Jose? I think that we uh, we we can't just wear whatever we want, right? You can confirm that. You can confirm that, right? Has anybody ever gotten in trouble around here for wearing the wrong outfit? Yeah, we've had a couple people. I'll bet it happens. Uh, yeah, it happens. People have uh, been caught. I won't name a certain video guy we have on the show. Not this Jose, but. <laughs> You know, who should be wearing shorts. Yeah, well, like I said, they frowned at my Batman outfit that I came in. Uh, you know, the cape was like dragging on the floor and everything. 888-528-2557. This is the Pastor Scott Show. In the United States Senate today, they changed their dress rules to allow Senator John Fetterman to wear his trademark hoodie and uh, gym shorts and flip-flops into the United States Senate and do his uh, conduct his business as a U.S. senator on the floor, disrupting probably forever of Senate rules uh, with how to dress. And it got me thinking, you know, is this important? Is is it important that senators dress a certain way? Or is it important that we dress a certain way at work or when we go out? Uh, what about church? You know, there's an issue there, right? Uh, 888-528-2557. Let's try Beatrice again in San Diego. Are you with me, Beatrice? Beatrice? Yes? Go ahead. Okie doke. Thank you. Uh, Pastor Scott? Yeah. Hi. So I think that one needs to dress how you want to be treated. So you think that the way you're treated will be affected by how you're dressed? Like people will make a judgment about you? Well, I think it shows self-respect. And so I think, to me, it shows a lot of, you know, whether you respect yourself or not. I know where I live um, in a senior community, you know, it's sad. the people that you see on a regular basis that just really look very sloppy. And to me, it, it just says they have no self-respect. Conversely, when you 
you know, when you get up and you, you know, look presentable and go out into the world, it it says something about yeah. you. So, Beatrice, here's and, my question is, mm-hmm. you know, and for people listening, is Beatrice right or is there nuance? Is is how you look, you know, what's the nuance? You Maybe I think I look presentable. My 11-year-old thinks he's perfectly presentable if he doesn't comb his hair. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he says... And he probably is right, but uh, I don't let him be right. He says none of the boys comb their hair. Uh, you know, I, it's it's an interesting thing. But I appreciate your call, Beatrice. Thank you. 888-528-2557. So I'm looking at, at, you know, how ought we dress? And does it actually matter? You know, sort of those of us like me, I think I think it does matter. I think that people do make a judgment, whether it's fair or not, based upon how you dress, not necessarily because you're like in a wealthy, poor kind of spectrum, okay? Because it can be, they can make a negative, if you look like you're just made of a million dollars, people might think you're kind of arrogant, you know, because of that, right? It's all, the other side of it, you could be too dressed up. You can be overdressed for an occasion, right? And people will have a negative judgment. There isn't a, but what's the appropriate dress? Why should we care about this? Uh, William and Fullerton, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott, how are you? I'm good, William. How should we dress? Uh, how should we dress? Yeah, we should we should dress uh, appropriately for the situation. Okay. In the office, you know, most companies have some type of dress code. Right. You don't want people coming to work in their underwear. Uh, this uh, uh, Chucky Schumer, on the other hand, the, uh, the uh, Senate Majority Leader. Uh, I think he would be more appropriately dressed in an orange jumpsuit with <laughs> okay. the back. Okay, but uh, you know, here's what's interesting though about that, William, is why, and I don't know if we know the answer. I appreciate your call. I got to go to a break here. Why did he change the dress code for just um, Senator Fetterman, who likes to wear the hoodie and the flip flops, and it's a shtick for him, right? That's he wants to be looked at as the working guy, and okay, when whatever, but. Now does everybody have to have a shtick? Is that going to be where our leaders are? Is that I'm going to dress according to how I, you know, what voter constituency I'm trying to reach? Uh, is that even appropriate? What about church? You know, how should we dress? How should your pastor dress? 888-528-2557. Uh, Jackie and Nellie and Nikki and Sheila, I'll get to your calls and others. I've got to take a break here, but I'll get to your calls when we come back. You can follow the Pastor Scott Show at Pastor Scott Show, wherever you get your social media, at Pastor Scott Show. And you can see how Pastor Scott is dressed right now at kkla.com. We'll be back as the Monday edition of the Pastor Scott Show continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome back, everybody. Pastor Scott Show, 888-528-2557. We're talking about how someone should dress. Earlier today, uh, the United States Senate, Senate Majority Leader Schumer changed the dress code of the United States Senate, allowing Senator John Fetterman from Pennsylvania. Don't do it. Please don't do it. Yeah, that guy to wear his hoodie and sports shorts 
and gym shorts and flip-flops into the Senate that has always had a, a very clear business attire, suits and ties, um, and professional attire for both men and women. Occasionally, there's a flap about that, uh, about different trends and styles and whether or not uh, it's professional or not for, say, a, a woman's suit to have sleeves or no sleeves. And there's, you can read about some of that, but there's never been a time when anybody thought it would be okay to wear uh, a hoodie. You know what a hoodie is? It's just a sweatshirt with a hood on it. And before the break, Wilbert said, I wonder if there's any uh, designer hoodies. And I'll tell you what, I looked it up. You For $1,150, you can buy a hoodie from uh, Christian Dior. Maybe I'm missing the boat here, folks. Maybe maybe Fetterman is actually better dressed than everybody else. $1,150 for a hoodie. I thought, what does this hoodie do? Is it a parachute? Bulletproof? You know, what's it made out of? And I went to the description, and the description says... The hooded sweatshirt is crafted in black cotton fleece, 100% cotton, which I don't think is any different than the Target hoodies that are out there. It says, soft and comfortable. It is enhanced by a tonal CD icon embroidery on the chest. Its regular fit, completed with rib cuffs and hem, will pair with any casual attire. They even say it's casual. All right, now see, if Fetterman were to wear one of those, would that be okay? I don't know. What kind of shoes? Maybe they're maybe we're missing it. Maybe that maybe his hoodie and his gym shorts and his flip-flops, maybe his flip-flops are $5,000 that he got after that pastor Instagram where pastors post their $5,000 tennis shoes, which I am against. 888-528-2557. All right, got a lot of calls here, so I want to get to you here uh Nelly and Loma Linda. Welcome to the Pastor Scott show. Uh, hi, good afternoon, Pastor hi, Scott. Hi, Nelly. How I'm should we dress and why here. does it matter? Oh, it really matters a lot. I mean, it shows uh, respect and appropriateness, and especially if it's running in the Senate, I mean, it makes you look like people can trust you. I mean, you know. Yeah. Of course, the agenda yeah. and all that. And, and you mentioned about the church. It's very important because uh, nowadays I notice, like, uh, in a lot of churches, especially the one that preach. I mean, I understand you come as you are, you know, the Lord is accepting you, but if you're going to be in the pulpit, I mean, I don't think it's appropriate to wear a T-shirt, shorts, and a flip-flop. You know, I'm wondering, and I, I, I agree with you, okay, but I'm wondering if, if, if society changes its mind on that, is it a sign of the decline of society or is it just changing social mores? It's really a, a decline in the society, and uh, I don't understand. There's no more respect. If you can go to a wedding in your best suit and dress, I mean, and you go to the church, I mean, how come you just change your outfit, especially if you'll be the one to preach? That's yeah. the most important thing. It's an interesting thing, right? Because you wouldn't go to a wedding dress that way in the same way, uh, for sure. All right, Nelly, I got a bunch of calls. Thanks for your call, 888-528-2557. Jackie and Compton, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi. Hi, Pastor Scott. Um, I think that it's very important the way we dress for the circumstances. I think that's very important. Mm. For instance, my my granddaughter, she wants to go to the store with me, but she wants to go in her pajamas. And I tell her, no, you're not going to go in your pajamas. In that case, you're not going to come with me. Because I think there's a time and place. It's very important. But on a side note, I do want to say one thing. When it comes down to the church, I believe that the church needs to be lenient at certain times. And the reason I'm going to say this is because I went into a, a Catholic church when I was in my young 20s, and I was in a in a pair of jeans and a little crop top. And I went in there because I was going through problems with my dad at the mm-hmm. time. And I went to 
pray. I was I was raised a Catholic, and I just went in there to pray. It wasn't on a Sunday because I never would have went in there on a Sunday because my parents raised me the right way to to dress. But I went in there, and when I went in there, there was a woman there older than me, and she came up to me after my prayer and said, "You know the way you're dressed, you are not appropriate. You should not be in here." And it really affected me mm. because I thought to myself that the church we need to re- we need to we need to remember at least this is my opinion that there will be people that will come in there in the beginning that are probably not going to be dressed appropriate. We don't know what they're going through in their life. You're right. We don't know, yeah. but as they get to know the Lord and they start coming to church, their heart, the Holy Spirit will work with them, and they will start changing. So I, I, this, is, this conversation is very um, intriguing to me. So I, I wanted to say those two comments. I appreciate so that, Jackie. And, and thank, thank you for you. sharing your story, because a lot of people have that story and their experience with, with church. You know, a lot of people, and that's something we have to remember at church. People get, you know, we can't chew people out when they show up, particularly as visitors, right? I mean, at some point, you might pull somebody aside and say, hey, you've been coming here a while, and, uh, you know, uh, I don't, I think the, uh, you know, maybe uh, not wear the uh, the bathrobe when you come to church, right? You might have to have that conversation, but, you know, when somebody comes in a place and, you know, people are going to dress all kinds of ways. So I think that part of it is, is you know, why does it matter? And and how do you have grace for people maybe who don't get it? Sometimes we show up to places and we're underdressed and we didn't know it, you know, or we didn't realize, you know, maybe the person coming to church, there's a lot of people who come to church who have never been to church ever. They have no idea. And that might surprise a lot of you, but in the world today, I promise you, there are lots of people who have never set foot inside a church service. I had a young woman say to me one time, what goes on in there? In her whole life, she had never been to church ever, never, ever. And I said, well, we bring out a goat. And I was just kidding. But uh, I thought, I'll never forget that because I think uh, we got to keep that in mind. And there's a lot of other issues here, too. Uh, Nikki in Long Beach, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hey, Pastor Scott. How's it going? Good. Is it Nikki? No, it's Nike. Nike. All right, Nike. Welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Thank you. Thank you. I've been, I've been calling this number since... Frank Pastore. All right. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I, I think it's, it's a deterioration of, of, of society. Yeah. Because um, the way you dress for things shows the importance that it has. Like you brought up um, going to see the musical. You know, um, yeah, it, it's, it's important. You know, it's a nice place. And when you don't dress nice for things like that, then it kind of devalues the whole thing. Mm. Yeah, I agree. You know? It's an interesting uh, thing. You know, there, we were talking in the break is that if you look at pictures of Disneyland from the 1950s, people are in suits and ties, right? Or if you look at the airplane flight back then, everybody's all dressed up to take a flight. Not anymore. Right, that's completely different. I don't know if that's in the same Nike. Thank you for calling the Pastor Scott show. You know, at some point, maybe we decide that it's less important on a flight. I got to tell you what, though, keep your shoes on on the flight. There's a whole bunch of reasons to do that. But I sat next to a guy who, who took off his uh, his sneakers, and uh, I thought the plane was going down. It was just a, it was a it was horrific. It was a horrific time. Eight 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 five two eight two five five seven. Sal and Glendale, welcome to the Pastor Scott show. Hey, Pastor Scott, how are you? I'm good, Sal. How should we dress and why? 
Well, <laughs> mixed emotions because, you know, people nowadays, they dress up for power, you know, to show that they have a lot of stuff and mm. to show that on top of the things. I think if you work for a private company, you should dress the way the private company tells you. Mm. But if you work for the city, the state, the government, you represent the regular people. So you should be able to dress regular like anyone else. Yeah. You don't have to prove anything to anyone by dressing on with tie, suit, and everything. You could actually save all that money. Have the employee, you know, cut a little pay here, cut a little bit there, and they have them dress anywhere they want. So they don't have to go out there and spend a lot of money in dressing. Yeah. To you, me, it, it's a power trip when they get out dressed up and wear you a think tie so. shirt. So you would be because okay with can. our senators uh, wearing uh, just very casual clothes when they go to work or the governors or whoever? The longer they do the job right, the longer they do what they're supposed to do. Yeah, you that's, know what? That's the important thing. I, I would definitely trade the outfits for better policy. Uh, you know, if that were the trade, for sure. I think that's a, that's a good point there, Sal. You know, I think a lot of people feel... Like maybe it's not as important as uh, it is. I think the circumstances certainly matter a lot. Uh, Rosalind and Orange, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Um, love your show. Thank you, Rosalind. Um, I, I'm a school teacher in Los Angeles, so for me, dressing for the job makes a difference. I yeah. think kids should know I'm a teacher. I wear a skirt and a blouse. And it's also for safety, too. Um, you know, it's a lot mm. of hard ground out there. It's good to wear clothes shoes because it would not be good for flip-flops at the job so right do you feel like your your students would respect you less if you were more casual um i'm not sure about that i I do think kids should be able to identify that i'm the teacher and not another student in that sense i mean because yeah and plus i'm modeling for them really if we want the students to go to college how you know modeling them for the future You know, when you're on the job, you know, you're dressing a certain way. You're also, like, treating them with respect so they'll know how to treat you. Yeah. So it makes a difference not just how you dress but also how you behave towards the students, too. Yeah. I think, uh, thank you for your call, Rosalind. I think that it does matter how you dress in the sense uh, for a lot of different things. Obviously, it depends on where you're going. I don't think you need to wear a suit to Disneyland, okay? But I think... That in the role of teacher, for example, um, and I think when you go to work where you wherever you work, I think it has a subtle difference to how you're treated. I really do. I believe in one of my first early jobs, I chose to wear a shirt and tie every day. Nobody, none of the other men were wearing shirt and ties. You know, they wear a polo shirt or a golf shirt or something. Um, I wore a shirt and tie and nice pants and nice shoes. I was the only one, and I got to tell you what, I was a very young man. I got promoted awfully fast and and I don't think my job I was doing any better than anybody else to be honest with you and I tell you what by the time I left that company all the guys were wearing shirt and ties I felt like I was the trendsetter and I think they noticed that they're like oh Scott why did Scott get that promotion maybe it's the tie and you know what I have to tell you it might have been the tie all right a bunch of you are online here uh uh Let's see, Mia and John and Sheila and Ted and Sylvia, we'll get back to you. i got to take a break. This is the Pastor Scott Show. You can watch us on KKLA.com. You can follow us on social media right now, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, at Pastor Scott Show. We'll be back as the Monday edition continues. Stay tuned. You're listening to the Pastor Scott Show podcast. Have any questions or comments? Email Pastor Scott now 
at pastorscott at kkla.com or tune in live weekdays from 3 to 5 p.m. Now, back to the show. Welcome, everybody. Pastor Scott Show. We're talking about how to dress and uh, kind of responding to the change in dress code in the United States Senate, where Senator Fetterman will be allowed to wear his trademark uh, hoodie and flip-flops rather than suits, but everyone else is wearing suits. How should we dress? And for this segment, you know, how do we dress uh, at church, you know, and what, you know, I'll get your calls here. There's a bunch of calls. I want to get to you. Uh, but what's the right way to dress? I'm going to give you a couple of ideas too, that I have in mind here. Sheila in Long Beach. Welcome to the Pastor Scott show. Hi, Sheila. Go ahead. Oh, hi there. Can you hear me? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. Um, I totally agree with you about, um, the way you should dress at your job. And I think that's your anecdote regarding your getting promoted up the ranks because you, you know, kind yeah. of dress nicely. There used to be an old saying, and I'm sure it's way outdated, but I think it holds true, is dress for success. Right. And I think the, the condition our country's in right now, we're not real successful in a lot of stuff. And the way that this senator responded, so such a goofy way in the soundbite you played, of him shows that he's almost like a child or something. He's not taking his job very seriously. It doesn't sound like from the way he dresses to the way he responds to interviews. And I just thought, you know, this is who's running our country. You know, uh, I really think it's, I think it's been proven. I can't prove that there's been a, a, a test on this, but you know, when I, I, I'm retired now, but when I worked and, and I've worked several different jobs through the years, but we had one, um, one of our supervisors, she required, this was back in the day when you had to wear, like, a dress. She didn't want us even wearing pants to work. Yeah. And and it was because her feeling was it's a mindset, you know. When you're dressing, you know, you're coming to work, you know, we want to be successful. We want to look, uh, be good representatives for her office. And I totally agree with that. And I think, how do the other countries look at us, too? When you have our senators, if they're wearing flip-flops and hoodies, how do we expect them to take us seriously? So I, I think it's just a good rule of life. And I agree with the teacher that called earlier as well about teaching the young people. We should be setting a standard as adults. We shouldn't be uh, having to go back to school ourselves to yeah. learn how to dress for appropriate you know, <clears throat> events like a Senate meeting. That's right. ridiculous. And I'm so, so sad that Senator Schumer shows a lack of leadership here, you know. Yeah, thank you for, for all of that. I think it matters. I think it, I think it, I think it matters a lot. I think you got to get, you know, it's not always easy to know, but I think that you want to dress in a certain way that probably errors on the side of a little better than you think you ought to be dressed. Uh, Mia in Woodland Hills, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Scott. Hi, um, my name is Neil, and I think I think it's pretty low on the priority list, but it is on the list. There's there's other things that are much more important than the way you dress. And mm. I think that Chuck Smith learned that with the last revival we had. In the yeah, late- you're talking about the Calvary Chapel and the uh, Jesus Revolution, and that mattered a lot, by the way, that uh, he he dressed down so that he could relate better to people who he wanted to come to his church. And remember the greatest Old Testament man, according to Jesus. He did not dress um, according to a lot of people's style. Who was that? Oh, John the Baptist. John the Baptist, yeah. And he lived out in the uh, 
you know, out in the Thule's eating uh, locusts and wild honey. Yeah, but it is on the list. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think that's important. Maybe we're making too big a deal about it, or maybe it's a reflection of how we have lost things. Thanks for calling. Kind of lost our way a little bit. John and West Covino, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. How are you doing? I'm good, John. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Yeah, um, this is a hot topic. Uh, with with the importance of of being properly dressed, I do believe that um, in the Senate. And with your job, especially, you know, in, in the workforce, you know, it is important to, to dress appropriately. And um, I, I've always been a firm believer in, like, you know, how you how you dress is how you represent yourself um, to others. But also, you know, it, it relates back to how you feel sometimes as well, too, because mm-hmm. I know when I put on a suit and tie, uh, you just you just feel a little differently. You feel a little right. bit better. And I think that that, that comes down to... Uh, Going back to what you said about, you know, how at your job you noticed you were getting promoted and, and, you know, opportunities were arising. That could have been also because you were probably feeling better as well, uh, which in turn uh, increased how your productivity was. I mean, that's how it yeah. was when I was uh, working and, and dressed up. And, you know, I just felt better and I felt 100 percent every time coming in dressed nicely. Um you know, I, I relate that to that. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I think that uh, that could be it, right? And they say, I read a study, it's an old study now, but so maybe it's still true or maybe there's something new. But the idea was that kids who are, have to wear uniforms in school have fewer behavioral problems and they score better in their, their test scores. And uh, that they they say the dress has something to do with that. Thanks for calling Pastor Scott Show. i got a bunch of calls here. I'm just going to try to get to a couple more that I want to make a point here. Sylvia in Lakewood, welcome to the Pastor Scott Show. Hi, Pastor Scott. Thank you for taking my call. Yeah. Um, I um, Yeah, I feel the same way as most of the callers. I think with the um, hierarchical of our government, um, that you're not only dressing, you're not only meeting with your peers in the group setting, but a lot of times you're you're out there in the world, you're, you're being televised, and the world is seeing you. Yes. So I think dressing really, um, st- well, stylish, I don't know, lack of a better word, I guess, but dressing, you know, nice with men and their suit and their ties and women and, you know, dresses, or maybe even a nice pantsuit is, is really how they should dress. Yeah, you know, I think it... Uh... There's obviously nuance to different things, but I do think it matters. In fact, I'll tell you what, I sometimes I'll put on a better shirt to go walk the dog. And it's only because I want to be, it's because if I get seen by my neighbors, I think it just says something. You know, I have some crummy old t-shirts that I might wear around the house, but I don't really want to be seen in them. I'm just walking the dog around my neighborhood, but... uh, uh, I right. think it yes. matters. I, I really, and I really think, do. Yes, uh-huh. yeah. And for church, too, I think um, it's nice if you can dress, um, you know, uh, nicely. I don't think that men really have to wear sh- um, suits and women should always be in dresses. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, church is a little bit different because you're there for the Lord. That's right. And he tells us how we should dress. Women should dress modestly, for one thing, is what he says. Yeah. Um, and with with different types of, of religions out there, different, you know, churches, like somebody mentioned, Pastor uh, Chuck, and how the hippies were welcomed. And, you know, how yeah. did they dress? 
you know, and a lot of a lot of uh, pastors now are from that generation, mm-hmm. so they dress more casual. Yeah. I mean, they don't dress they don't dress dirty and they don't dress weird or anything like that, but they do dress more in a casual attire, and I don't see anything wrong with that. I think you have to dress missionally. I think that matters, uh, Sylvia. Thank you for calling the Pastor Scott Show, and I want to just make a couple of comments here uh, before we go about that. But I think it, when it comes to church, that's a big deal. Is the way you're dressed in a way that is going to make that person who comes, uh, who is seeking Christ, you know, who is seeking repentance, or they just need help, you know, you don't want to look, you know, dressed like a homeless person just to visit homeless people, right? But there is the, you might have an expectation that somebody's going to come in and they're going to look shabby. You know, in the book of James, it talks about uh, don't give special attention to the person who dresses nicely over the person who dresses shabby. What I find interesting is it doesn't say anything negative about the shabbily dressed person. It says don't give special attention to the person who dresses nicely, right? In that that shabby person, that might be all they have. You know, younger people today, I had this issue once with a youth director who uh, Somebody was upset with him because he didn't wear a suit to a certain thing. What he wore was okay, but he told me after, he says, I don't even own a suit. I've never in my life owned a suit. And he was a young guy with a bunch of kids. He didn't have a suit. He didn't have money to get a suit, right? And I had explained this to people, and they were shocked at this. You know, he doesn't have a suit. What do you mean? Well, he's 22, and he's never had a suit, and he's got four kids. You know, what do you do? There's a nuance that's there. Um for sure, the Bible says modest. We're not to be to be flashy, right? We're we're not. It's not about us. We want to point people to Christ. All of those things, I think, I think are important. But I, I think that the way you dress it does say something about you. And I think we live in a time when we want to say it doesn't, but it's it actually does. I really do think so. And something to you know teach the younger people is, hey, you know. For a long time, somebody said it dressed for success. It used to be dressed for the job you want to have, not the job you have. Uh, there's something about that, right? That's why I wear the Batman outfit, because I want to be Batman. No, I'm kidding. Uh, that's why you dress up, maybe, if you're looking to fit in in a certain way. Those things, uh, they shouldn't matter, and maybe they're judgments that we make on each other that are often unfair, and sometimes for sure they're unfair. But whenever it comes to you know to something that you want to do, here's something, you know, that I'll recommend to you. Ask somebody. If you're not sure, it's okay to ask somebody, hey, is what I'm wearing appropriate? Is this good? Google it. You know, how do people dress at this? It's okay to do that and uh, to try to do the best you can. All right. I I can't get to your calls here, Ted and Robert and Ron and Patricia and others. Maybe we'll hit this again on Open Line Friday. Uh, Good topic. I think it matters, but we're out of time. You can follow us at Pastor Scott Show on your social media and uh, you can get the podcast wherever you get your podcast. Just look for the Pastor Scott Show and subscribe. Everybody, I'll see you tomorrow again from three to five. Have a good night. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now 
Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.